0: Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Life is hard. It's not only hard. It's not always hard, though I'm pretty sure it's rarely just easy. We go through a lot in this lifetime of challenges, of suffering, fear, loss, You know, the hard stuff. And if the Torah is meant to be a story about real life, which it is, by the way, even if the stories in it are not literally true, they're meant to mirror the experiences we have in the real world. And if that's the case, it also has to be a story about life being hard. And that's what we find as we open this week's portion, which is called Va'era. Va'era is the second parsha in the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus. Last week, as we opened this new book, we saw the Israelites in slavery in Egypt, and we met Moses, who was called by God to go to Pharaoh and demand that Pharaoh let my people go, as the song says and as Charlton Heston says in the old movie. And as we pick it up this week, Moses is once again called to go back to Pharaoh, in fact, again and again and again with that same demand. This will be the beginning of that familiar story of the Ten Plagues. Moses goes to Pharaoh, Pharaoh refuses to let the people go, God sends a plague, Pharaoh says okay, but then he hardens his heart, or God hardens his heart, and the whole story starts over again. It's a brutal story, though a familiar one to anyone who's been to a couple of Passover seders. But before any of that, Moses first has to go to the Israelites to let them know that he's here to free them. And when he does, something unexpected and instructive, and kind of tragic, happens. It says, Moses says all these things to the people of Israel. I'm here to free you, God has heard you, let's go. But the people did not listen to Moses because their spirits were crushed from hard labor we might have thought that after 400 years of slavery, the Israelites would be happy to see Moses show up, telling them that he's here to free them. Instead, they barely give him a look. So what's going on here? Why aren't the people happy to see Moses? The medieval commentators point out that the text doesn't say that the people didn't believe Moses. It says, They didn't listen to him. So these people didn't look at Moses and say, Nah, we don't believe you. We don't believe in you. Instead, they didn't even get to the stage of listening to him. And the reason is because of kotzer ruach. We translated this before as their spirits were crushed. But what it literally means is a shortness of spirit the people didn't listen to Moses because they were short on spirit from all the years of slavery. So now we're getting into things that might feel familiar. In fact, shortness of spirit sounds a little bit like shortness of breath. This morning I got up and went for a run like I do some mornings. I'd like to say many mornings, but that would be a lie. At any rate, part of this run involved sprinting up a hill. When I got to the top of the hill, I was out of breath. I no longer could breathe the way that I could a few minutes ago because I had so overused my capacity to breathe. And I think that's a little bit like this shortness of spirit. In fact, the commentator Rashi points out something a lot like that, that one who is in distress has used up or is short on ruach, on spirit. But unlike a physical shortness of breath, This shortness results not in an inability to breathe, but in an inability to listen to Moses, to imagine that any goodness could come from his words or from his presence there. Maybe an inability to imagine that things could be different at all. Sometimes when challenging things happen, when we're going through hard times, we lose the ability to imagine that there could be anything besides the current reality sometimes in a pandemic, or when a loved one is sick, or when there's a governmental crisis, or we're feeling loss. Our vision narrows to the point where all that we see and all that we know is the current hardness that we're experiencing. I think that's what the Torah is teaching us about here. In fact, the Hebrew word for Egypt, raim, means narrow places. It's meant to be a symbol for all the narrows that we go through in our lives. And maybe for the way that our own vision, our own capacity to dream, can narrow during those moments. Negative emotions lead to negative emotions. Our sadness leads us to a fear that we'll always feel this way. And our fear can bring us to despondence. It's a cycle. So how do you break the cycle? We can't always just have Moses show up to lead us out of the narrow places. But Moses also represents something larger here. He represents the capacity to see outside of the current reality. Who's Moses? He's considered by the Torah to be the greatest leader, the greatest prophet in all of history. And according to the 12th century philosopher Maimonides, a prophet, among many other things, is someone who has a really active imagination, who is able to imagine, to see something besides what they see right in front of them. So in the end, the Torah seems to be trying to tell us that when life is hard, one of the things that we can do is cultivate our capacity to imagine what could be. Moses is able to do so because he isn't in the depths of slavery. And so he can reach out and provide a different vision to those who are. But once he does so, once he provides that boost to the others, they also are able to widen their scope and to believe in the possibility of freedom. And so we learn that even someone who is in the narrow place can break that cycle of negativity. When we reach out to each other, when we build supportive community, when we take care of ourselves, our own physical and spiritual and psychological needs, sleep, food, prayer, meditation, community, learning. When we cultivate our capacity for thankfulness, to see the goodness around us, we lead ourselves out of the narrow places. And just like the negative emotions are a cycle, so can the positive be. Feeling supported leads us to a sense of gratitude, and gratitude leads us to want to support others. So during hard times, and let's be honest, we're going through hard times, let's remember that we have an incredible capacity for tikkun, for repair. To support ourselves and support others and work together to make the world better. After all, if Moses could bring freedom to the slaves then anything is possible. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.